Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. In this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about what I do in property. So I've been sharing a lot of content over the last few weeks and I keep getting messages from people saying, so what exactly do you do? What's your day-to-day job in property? How, what does a day in Kevin's life look like? So what I thought I'd talk to you a little bit about is no money down property investing. No money down investing is what I do. I've built my portfolio on it. When I started in property way back in 2003, I made loads of mistakes. I bought property in the wrong areas, with the, in the wrong way, and I lost a lot of money. And I took about 10 years to, to recover. And 2013, when I found Progressive, I was actually in a pretty bad place in terms of financially and also in my mindset. And trying to get out of debt there was only one way I could do property and that was using no money down investment techniques because I literally didn't just have no money, I had debt. So I had to get creative. And people say to me all the time, no money down property, it's not possible, you can't do no money down. Well, actually you can. You really, and it, it gets to me sometimes when people, they don't even try to figure out how, they just decide for themselves it's not possible without looking at the facts. The facts are no money down property deals are possible. No money down means literally none of your own money, very little money, are other people's money. Now, and other people's money, it doesn't just mean joint ventures. There's lots of other ways to do other people's money, which I'll touch on on this podcast. So, Why would you want to do no money down investing? Well, number one is a lot of people get stuck in property. They get stuck because they know what they want to do. They know the strategy they want to do. They want to do single lets or they want to do HMOs, houses of multiple occupation. Or they want to do serviced accommodation or maybe they want to do a commercial deal or or a commercial conversion where you convert a commercial deal into a residential or a buy to flip, so buy, refurbish and sell. So they've got an idea of what they want to do, but they've got a common problem. And the common problem is knowing what you want to do, but not having the money to do it. They don't have the funds. And this is where most people actually get stuck. Now, the actual reality is there's not really a successful property investor if they've got more than 40, 50, 60 plus houses. They've not done that exchanging time for money in a job, saving up deposits. And I see people who struggle in property and what they're doing is they're spending their time working in a job, trying to scrimp and save every few pennies they can to get together to try and save up a deposit, the 20-25% that they need to buy a house. The problem with that approach is it's just too slow. By the time you've saved up a deposit to buy your first house, you could have six months, a year, two years, five years have passed by, depending on what you can save per month with your income potential. If you're only able to save enough of a deposit to buy one every five years, you're going to end up after 20 years with four properties. You are going to run out of life before you've ever recreated enough income. The only way to create a big scalable property business is looking at no money down investment techniques. Now, there's lots of different what I call tools in your toolbox that you can use for no money down property deals. You can do stuff like lease options. You can do stuff like assisted sales, like exchange delayed completions, rent to rent or rent to own or vendor finance. So 
I thought I'd touch a little bit on some of these and show you the benefits of how you can build your property portfolio, just being a little bit creative around how you do the property deal. So the different tools, they're not strategies, they're tools. You see, you could use a lease option to do a property that you then rented as an SA or a lease option on a property that you rented as a HMO or a lease option on a property that you rented as a single let. So what is a lease option? A lease option is where you would pay a small initial upfront, what's called a consideration for a property, which allows you to secure a contract on the house where you agree the purchase price today, but pay for it over an agreed period of time. So to really make it simple, if you can imagine a lease on a car, when you lease a car, you pay maybe £500, £1,000 up front, sometimes even nothing to get the keys of a car. And this could be a 40, 50 grand car. You then pay a monthly payment every month, which allows you to keep the keys of the car, to drive the car. And then you pay a final payment, say in four years' time, and the final payment is the final balloon payment to allow you to purchase the car. Or you've got the choice to give the car back. So that's basically a lease option. We all understand it in terms of how to lease a car. We understand it in the terms of how to lease a sofa or a television. But it's the very same process, the very same principles when you take an option on a property. The major fundamental difference is when you do an option on a car, you're taking the option to buy something that depreciates in value. When you take an option on a property, you're taking the option to buy something that appreciates in value. So you lock in your purchase price today. It might be that you agree a price of, let's say, 200 grand, and you're going to buy the property any time in the next seven years. Now, if that property goes up in value over the next seven years, everything, all of the equity growth over 200 grand is your money. But more importantly is you can add value to the property. So if you refurbished it, add a little bit of an extension or put a conservatory on or put some new windows or new kitchens or new bathroom or whatever it may be into that property where you force the appreciation of the property. All that forced appreciation, added value, is your money also because you've still agreed the purchase price at 200 grand. So you've got a massive opportunity to control the property and add value over time. But more importantly is the income that you can create during that period of time. So you pay a small upfront consideration to get the keys of the house rather than the car. And that could be as little as one pound. Why one pound? Symbolic proof of exchange. Something needs to exchange hands to make a contract legally binding. You then pay a monthly payment every month. And that allows you to keep the keys of the house. Now, that monthly payment is typically the outstanding mortgage balance, what the homeowner owes on the mortgage to the bank. Now, you make your money by putting a tenant into the property. So you put a tenant into the property who pays the market rent. And that market rent is more than the mortgage payment, meaning you lock in a profit from day one. You then have the option to buy the property later in an agreed period of time for the agreed upfront price. The tenant looks after the property, the tenant pays you a profit every month, and you purchase the property in the future once it has gone up in value. Really, really powerful strategy to build a portfolio where you're using property to create the cash, and you can use that cash then as your deposit to buy the house later. So that's just one of the no money down tools, but there's many different no money down tools. Another one, for example, is vendor finance. 
So I meet pe- a lot of people who are looking to get into property. I meet people at networking events and typically what happens at a networking event is a lot of people are there for the same reason. They go to the networking event looking for other people who will lend them money. But the problem is everybody at the event is looking for the same thing. They're all looking for somebody to lend them money. What typically happens is somebody goes out, they look for a property. Maybe they do their marketing, they go and they find a property deal. They know it's a deal that works. They've got a house. Now they need some money to fund that property. So they try and get the joint venture partner to fund the deal. And they totally miss possibly the most likely and the easiest person to joint venture with, the homeowner, the vendor. And vendor finance is about getting the vendor, the owner of the house, to finance the purchase of the property for you. So how can that work? Well, really simply, the money is in the bricks and mortar of the house. The money's in the property. When somebody's got a property, let's say again it's a 200 grand house, and maybe they've got a 180 grand mortgage. They've got a 180 grand mortgage. They sell the house for 200 grand. They are not making 200 grand. They're making the 200 grand less their 180 that they have, they owe their bank. So why do you need to go and take out a 25% deposit, so pay down £50,000 for that house and take out your own 150 grand mortgage when you could just take over their current 180k mortgage? So you let the homeowner be your bank and service their debt rather than you taking out your own debt, which means that if you've got bad credit, you don't have to worry about trying to get a mortgage approval from a bank. You can just take on and take over somebody's current debt and just service that debt over a period of time. That's one way to do vendor finance. There's lots of other ways too, though. Another example of vendor finance might be somebody with no debt whatsoever on a property. So again, let's say it's a 200 grand house. They've got no debt whatsoever and they're looking to sell the property today. You go to make an offer from the property and you know you need to come up with £50,000 deposit, 25% deposit, £50,000 on a 200 grand house. And you're looking to buy this property below market value. Below mar- people talk about below market value a lot because they're trying to build in equity, build in profit on day one. But that's because they need to go to a bank to take out a mortgage. What if you were to look, go to the homeowner and say, I want to give you your 200 grand asking price. I don't want to buy it below market value. I want to give you your 200 grand asking price. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to give it to you over a period of time. Now, if I went to the bank, Mr. Homeowner, and I took out a mortgage, I'd take out a 150 grand mortgage and it might be at 4%. I would rather pay you 4% on your 200 grand. So if you leave your 200 grand in the house, I'll pay the 200 grand in five, six, seven years time, agree a date. But in the meantime, I'll pay you 4% per year interest on the money. So let's say it was a five year period. 4% interest on a 200 grand house would be £8,000 a year. Over five years, that's £40,000. So the homeowner would get 200 plus an additional 40 grand, 240 grand for their house. If you offered somebody today 240 grand for their 200 grand house, there's a likely chance they might just snap your arm off. And you're not losing, by the way, because if you bought it today, it's going to cost you 50 grand up front and you'll still have to pay the eight grand a year, but it's to a bank. Why not pay it to the homeowner instead? You save not needing a 50 grand deposit. You have the owner as your bank instead of an actual high street institution and the owner gets their asking price plus interest on their money. So you can go in 
add value, improve the hot property, make a profit from the property, and it's a win-win scenario. Vendor finance is a massive opportunity to do no money down property deals, but you need to learn how to structure those deals and make sure it's an ethical win-win solution for both people. But it's a really, really powerful strategy. I love the strategy. I use it a lot in my business because it can really help people. Trying to buy houses 25% below market value, that doesn't help people. You win, they lose. I see the amateur investor all the time. You see them post on Facebook saying, I'm looking to get into property. I'm looking for deals in my area. They have to be 25% below market value. As soon as I hear that, I know that I'm dealing with an amateur investor because they're, a, they're, all, they're what I call a one-trick pony. They're looking to do property deals in only one way. They're not being creative. They're not thinking outside of the box. And they're not thinking about helping the homeowner solve their problem. And to be a professional investor, that's what you need to be doing. I've been doing this for a number of years now. I've built a big portfolio on the back of it. And I now, I now teach people at Progressive. I teach the no money down property investing training at Progressive. And I teach people in detail how to do all of these strategies. Really, really powerful. I'm really passionate about it because these are the things that can really help you scale your business quickly, but help other people at the same time. The only person losing in a creative deal like Vendor Finance is the banks and the government. You and the homeowner both get to make more money because you're working together on that property deal. Another great strategy that's no money down thinking is assisted sales. So if you're listening and you're thinking about doing buy, refurbish, sell, buy to flip, then my question to you is why do you want to buy to flip? Why would you buy a house that you know that you're going to sell on six, seven, nine months later? Why buy it? Why not do a don't buy to flip? And I literally mean don't buy the house, refurbish the house, and then sell the house. You see, the problem with buy to flip is you buy the property. You've got, as, a, as an investor, you've got an additional 3% stamp duty. So you've got to pay 3% more than a homeowner. You've got um, solicitor cost to purchase the house. You, you have to pay mortgage. You take out a mortgage. You've got a mortgage to service while you're doing the refurb. You've got all the holding costs, the gas, the electric, the council tax, all the holding costs. And then when you sell the house, you've got estate agent's costs, the agent's fee to sell it, plus more legals, and you're going to have a capital gains tax bill on your profit. So my question is, why did you buy the house? Because actually, you spend more money on stamp duty, legals, estate agents, capital gains tax, than you spend on the refurbishment. So why don't you joint venture with the homeowner and do an assisted sale? So it's different to vendor finance and it's an assisted sale where you assist the homeowner in selling their property. They, you agree with them that they will wait a few months for you to come in and refurbish the property and sell it at a higher price where you and them then split the profits. You get your money back from the refurb and you split the profit on that property. You're making a massive, massive uplift in the value. You will add huge value by doing an assisted sale and you can give the homeowner their asking price instead of trying to buy it below market value. Most people who do buy to flip, they have to haggle and negotiate the owner down on their price, 10, 15, 20% below value to try and make their numbers stack. But that's because in their numbers, they're including stamp duty, capital gains tax, estate agents costs, holding costs. But if you do an assisted sale, you remove all of those costs from the process and you and the homeowner get to share the profit from the deal, which is a bigger chunk of profit. Assisted sales is just one other no money down investment techniques. 
I wrote an entire book on this stuff. I wrote a book called No Money Down Property Investing. It's an Amazon best-selling book. It's on Audible. It's on Amazon. Go check it out. Have a read. Leave me a review if you like the book. But there's some powerful, powerful strategies in that book that teach you all about No Money Down Property Investing and give you an insight into the different strategies. I've touched on three of them now, but there's some others as well I'd like to quickly touch on too. Another great strategy that's no money down is planning gain. So I see developers, right, and people like looking to become developers, maybe not the big developers, but investors who see themselves as a developer where they do one or two property deals a year, where they'll um, get, buy a piece of land or, or take a garden plot for a house. They'll apply for planning permission once they've purchased it. If they get the planning, they'll then build on the back garden or build a, pl- a couple of houses on a plot of ground. Now, it's a really great strategy, but it's highly risky if you're buying property, then applying for planning permission. So what we do is I use the lease option tool I spoke about earlier, and we secure the property on an option to buy subject to planning permission. We then we can pay as little as one pound for the right to buy. We then apply for the planning permission through the council, through the planning department. We apply for the planning. If we don't get the planning, we don't purchase the land. If we do get the planning, then we buy the land. You're de-risking the process of doing developments by using planning gain with an option to buy. So you're using two tools together to really, really, really massively increase the likelihood of you becoming successful and massively reducing the risk of having a huge outlay to buy a piece of land or a piece of ground and then apply for planning. Or even if it's a property that you want to Uh, add value to maybe get planning permission to convert it to a HMO. Instead of buying it, then applying for the planning to convert to HMO, house of multiple occupation, we would secure the property on an option to buy subject to the approval of the planning permission. Then apply for planning, get the planning, buy the property. Don't get the planning, don't buy the property. Reducing your risk. There's lots of different no money down tools. I want to touch on one more of them, just one more. Um, there's others as well, but one more powerful, probably one of the most powerful no money down tools is rent to own. Rent to own. Now, that's where you use tenant buyers in your property. So that the average age of a first time buyer across the UK at the moment, the average age is 37. That's across the entire country. In London and the Southeast, the average age of a first time buyer is mid 50s. Now with rent to own, you can secure a property purchase and move a tenant buyer into the property. So a tenant buyer instead of a tenant. Now the benefit for the tenant buyers, they pay an upfront amount of money to secure the purchase of the property. Then they pay a monthly rent every month plus a bit extra, a top-up. And that top-up is deducted from their future purchase price. But they agree today, they lock in today a future purchase price for their property. So that's locked in, it cannot change. Now that property price will be higher than the price that you've secured the house for, locking your profit in as well. The tenant buyer can then build up over a period of time their deposit, save it with your help over a period of four or five years so that they can rent and buy at the same time, allowing them to get the the opportunity to get on the property ladder. Now, yes, they're still renting. However, not in the traditional way. 
if you continue to rent in the traditional way today and you don't buy a property today or can't afford to buy a property today, the risk that you've got is that in five years' time, house prices will be way, way higher than they are today and you're not saving money quickly enough to save up that deposit and you're getting further and further and further away from ever being able to own your home. With rent to own the buyer gets to put a stake in the ground, lock their purchase price in today and then have four, five years, six years even to save up towards the being able to buy that property. Massive benefit for them. You, they, if you bought a property today and you took out a mortgage, you would technically still not own the house. You'd have a mortgage. In this scenario, we are basically their bank. They have a rental amount that they give us every month, which is equivalent to a mortgage, and they pay an extra bit, which is the repayment portion towards their property. It, but the tenant buyer, if you, are, if you currently don't own a house, you should be looking to be the tenant buyer. However, if you do own the house, you're ready, you're on home, then you should be looking to do this with other people, helping other people get on the property ladder. So there are five of the no money down strategies. In my book and on my trainings at Progressive, I cover a lot more strategies. We go into real detail around exactly how you can structure these deals, how you can build a property portfolio using creative no money down investment strategies. Yes, money is needed, but hopefully you can see from what I've discussed here that it doesn't have to be your money. It could be joint venture partners' money. It could be the vendor's money. It could be the tenant buyer's money. Other people's money. Not just joint venture partner money in terms of another investor. Other people's money. There's money everywhere in the world today. Your knowledge on how to use the tools allows you to be able to expand your portfolio quickly using creative strategies. So that is No Money Down Property Investing in a Nutshell. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, the podcast is out every Tuesday. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure you've subscribed. Make sure you're listening in every week. We're sharing different property investment stuff every single week to help you on your property journey. I've been Kevin McDonald. You've been awesome. See you next week. Everybody.